you know, until we all have like great virtual reality setups or something like there's something nice about like looking around um, at a, you know, very high resolution real world experience that, um, you know, you can see all the books are just out and you can look around and see what's cool. It's like better than browsing on your computer, right? It's so high res. It's like the highest resolution. Human eyeballs. The frame rate is is excellent. So good. Well, shit, you ready to uh, just jump into the show today? I, I think we are. I think that's what's happening. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> uh, um, I'm. I just. I'm really excited. With we have a, a great set of topics today that we're going to talk about, and I'm really looking forward to to diving right in. Yeah, we're a little unprepared today, so we're going to see how it goes. We have a few assorted topics. This here, I actually, I had some um, some real. Uh, real feedback from a real listener. This is a true oh, story. Oh, good. I love this. Okay, true go ahead. story. Real feedback from a real listener. Um, he said he'll he can remain anonymous because he did not uh, explicitly, you know, express that he was okay with being you know mentioned on the show. Sure. Um, and he said the whole um, the whole BS angle. Yeah. We should really just lean right into that. So uh, this sh- this show's for you. You know so, who you are. <laughs> what do you What do you mean exactly? To um, elaborate that well, so he, what he was saying was he really liked, um, he really liked that it was kind of off the cuff, kind of simple, kind of very casual, you know, where you know, when we're talking about the names and you know, if we should talk, you know, introduce ourselves or whatever. And then I was just like, you know what, fuck it, I don't care. Um, yeah, it doesn't matter, like it's a it's a, it's a podcast, and if you like it, you can listen to it, and if you don't, doesn't matter, like it's just not, it's not overly uh, thought about, it's not a it's not a. It's not like some shows that are these overproduced things. It's just a. It's a simple show. Yeah, it's a conversation. And I think I think people actually like that. And I think that his feedback was lean into that and be be casual and have have a real conversation. And yeah, you know sometimes it's going to be great, and other times it's going to also be great. And those are the only two options. <laughs> you know, it's funny that actually is really good feedback, and it's it's good to hear because I think. I feel like our best shows are like that. I think our best shows are the ones that are not necessarily, it's not about how much we prepare or not. I do think when we prepare it there, you know, it creates a better show, but I, the casualness, like when it's, when it's loose, when it's things that we're kind of passionate about or excited about, even if that's just a funny thing that happened that day. Uh, I think those are the, 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 what kind of shines. Yep. Um, <clears throat> cool. So uh, one thing I just wanted to talk about, this is a quickie, but, Sure. Um, I did get a new iPad, okay? okay? And I don't know if you know much about these new iPads. It's an iPad Pro. It is the kind of new, I don't know, new, they say edge-to-edge, but that's not really true because it's, you know, not edge-to-edge. Um, but it is a screen that goes further to the edges than ever before on an iPad. You with me? Yeah, I'm with you uh, in understanding. Have you seen Have you seen or used one of these devices? No. Ryan, so I, I don't know... 
You're using an iPad 2, right, from 2008? I had an iPad 3, how dare you. And I don't think I've used... Like, I've seen yours as you get them, because I know you get them, like, every couple years or whatever. But, no, I have never... That's, like, the last iPad I've really, truly used. is like, my iPad 3 from years ago, obviously, like, five years ago. Yeah, And I really just kind of... We can get into my whole iPad thing in in a second, but, like... No, I just kind of ditched it and basically use use my MacBook as you would use an iPad. I kind of carry cool. it around, and that's that's pretty much it. So makes makes perfect sense. And I don't we don't need yeah. to go into the whole like what is an iPad and what are you doing and all that. I don't think anyone really cares that much. Um, sure. And whatever, like if you like iPads, they're 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 great. And if you don't like use a laptop, it's fine. Uh-huh. Um, that's pretty simple. But what I did want to talk about is that this iPad switches to USB C as the connection, right? Okay. And so the instead of the lightning port that you charge your iPhone with, right, which is what all iPads before had used, and before that they used that stupid uh, iPod 30-pin connector. Um, but, you know, everything was, I guess, I don't know. It's This is like a contentious point about this new iPad is that it uses a uh, the USB-C type connection that you get mm. on your MacBook Pro and a lot of, you know, modern computers, like, computer computers, right? Like desktop computers and laptop computers use this USB-C. Um, and not only that, a lot of Android phones all use USB-C. My Nintendo Switch charges with USB-C. Um, uh, you know, a lot of things are starting to switch to this new USB Type-C cable. And Correct. this iPad is the next thing to kind of switch to that. And I was curious what, um, I don't know, what your thoughts are on this like converging of cables and devices and what your kind of charging strategy is for your devices and how these types of things affect your life. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't, like, know, I don't, I don't, I don't have care. a ton of passion about that. Like, I, I don't really care. Like I think that they switch to be fine because the phone's going to come with that cable and it's just going to be like a new thing. Um, you know, your adapter is not going to work if you are trying to plug stuff into that phone anymore. Right. From the, the lightning. Yep. So there's like definitely inconveniences that come with it, but honestly, like Apple does this stuff. Like they switch around and they're trying to get ahead of what's next and or you know, they use their proprietary stuff. So I feel like this is just some of like what comes it's like this the slight hassle or inconveniences that come with like products that are worth it otherwise. So for me it's just like oh kind of an eye roll. Okay, sure, like different cable size. Like I right this is a this is a very good uh summary of your like your entire take on the technology world is like well it's gonna happen it's coming at me whether i like it or not yeah so i might as well just deal with it and you're probably not gonna update your phone for like another three years anyway right so it won't matter there you go that's it so speaking of like new technology and stuff i i i was asking you about show topics and i was curious I hear you didn't buy anything for Black Friday or Cyber Monday, and I can't believe that. I didn't buy a whole any. I didn't buy That's a single crazy. thing. Crazy. I I thought you would be like loading up. I thought you'd stock no things. Up. No things were bought. That's so crazy. Um, did you so, did you look? Did you look at the like the deals and stuff, or were I, you like? I looked no. a little bit. I looked a little bit, and I didn't okay. see anything that was too. Nothing really stood out to me. I was yeah. tempted a little bit. Um, I was tempted a little bit because Best Buy had. Uh, HomePods, and you know I'm a huge HomePod you fan. Love HomePod. You're gonna um, turn into a HomePod. I was gonna get a third one, so because I already have two. Um, I thought about getting. And <laughs> oh my, my gosh! And my house only really has three rooms. Like if you don't count the bathrooms, so 
Um, that's la- that's later. Yeah, exactly. Bath <laughs> bath pod. Um, <laughs> it's waterproof. This is this could actually be a good. Um, I do have a Bluetooth speaker in my bathroom, so it's covered. Okay, you got um, it. <laughs> yeah, it's covered. Um, yeah, they were doing a hundred bucks off, I think, which is how I ended up with the second one. I think okay. somebody was doing a deal for a hundred bucks off. So, um, so they're down is, to two fifty. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Still too expensive, and so I didn't. Yeah. I didn't buy it, but. Um, I also thought about it as a, um, like a potential gift for somebody else. Cause that's like kind of in the nice, um, nice gift territory and you can give someone a, um, you know, really upgrade their music setup if they don't have, um, great speakers in their house. But, um, the, I don't know, it seems like, um, it seems like a gift that kind of locks you into using Apple music. Yeah. And if someone doesn't necessarily use or want to use Apple music, then that's kind of a tough, um, that's a tough gift. Oh, okay. So really quick tangent. Cause I did read this today. Um, did you know that Apple music is going to, uh, the echo like to, I did. Yes. Yeah, I saw, I saw okay. that headline and that's pretty interesting. I did not expect to see that. Yeah. Um, and I think, um, I don't know. My my super hot take on this is just is that this is a really smart move, and that Apple is basically saying that they prioritize the music service over the hardware sales, right? I guess you could look at it that way. I mean, for me, it's like it's kind of it could be a savvy move because it's like okay, Apple's doing their thing over there where they're like okay, everything's like Apple, right? And they're we're kind of drawing lines in the sand whereas i'd be curious if amazon and echo are just like we're gonna do everything we're gonna be inclusive we're gonna like have so it's like the flexible system that you can kind of do what you want i mean in some ways it's like kind of like i feel like how android positions themselves is like oh yeah like apple's like kind of bougie and like you're locked into like their interface and like you know you don't have a lot of choice come over to android where like the world's your oyster you can like customize the color of your buttons or you can get little things literally literally any virus (laughs) on your phone right so i I, that's just like how i interpreted it and i thought that could be actually a good move does that make sense but yeah but this is um this is not that amazon is bringing apple music to the echo this is that apple is bringing apple music to the echo you know what i mean like this is not amazon's choice this is apple's choice so um, I mean, I'm sure Amazon wants it as much as, but app, basically Apple is allowing them or I Apple has decided yeah. that they are, they're finally okay with this, right? The only reason this hasn't happened yet, Amazon was always on board with this idea for the reasons you described, which is true. Um, but this is, this is basically Apple's doing, if you want to think of it that way. That makes sense. And that makes, I know what you said makes more sense, which is they're, that they're prioritizing their music service over the growth. The yeah. Hardware. They want the growth of new subscribers more than they want the $350 or whatever. That's they, you know, probably have 40% margins on that product. So more than they want the, the $150 profit of selling a home pod. Right. Yeah. That is interesting. Which, and I mean, that's, that's not a surprise to me because everything about Apple and financial stuff lately is about, is all about growth. Like Apple is trying to grow and the only way Apple can grow is through selling services, right? Like they've already sold an iPhone to every person who can buy an iPhone. Um, yeah. The only way they could sell more iPhones is to make a cheaper, shittier iPhone, which they won't do. Um, so they, what they have to do is get more people to pay $10 a month for iTunes or for Apple music or pay 
you know, $5 a month for iCloud storage space or pay, you know, they have this, uh, they have this upcoming, um, video streaming service, like a Netflix competitor, um, coming out and that'll be another $10 a month. Like they're, they're on the subscription chain to try to get oh. more money from everybody. Wait, really? They're doing a, a video streaming service. Yep. 2019 probably. Oh God. There's so many now. I know this is, this is a hilarious uh. thing to me that I think like maybe five years ago, everyone was like, man, cable TV is terrible. Like yeah. I, I'd only watch a few channels. Like I wish, I wish I, everything was just a subscription service. And now everything is a subscription service. Yeah. And in order to watch everything that you were paying $50 for cable, you now have to subscribe to five, $10 a month. I know services. I, mean, I guess it still costs, it still yeah. costs $50. Well, it's like, it's like, yeah, I have a couple services. And so like, there's plenty of stuff to watch, but it is annoying when you want to watch something specifically and you like look up where you can stream it and like what are the chances it's going to be your streaming site? You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I think so. Our strategy on that is to just cycle through them and most yeah. of them will be pretty happy, like Netflix especially. Um, HBO is happy to let you like turn it on and off and they don't, yeah. they don't charge you any fees for doing that and they keep all of your settings. I think... It, it may eventually delete it, but I think they want to make it as easy for you to come back as possible. Sure. So <clears throat> we'll only, we'll kind of max out at two, but usually we only have one going. And so yeah. it never gets that expensive. And then it kind of works out because if you are all, if you always have it on um, and you're always watching stuff, you run out of things that you want to watch pretty quickly. But if you pause it for two or three months and then come back to it, there's two or three months of new things that you haven't seen and you kind yeah, of come back in with new content. Right, it's replenished. Yeah, I mean, it's a great strategy. Um, that makes a lot of sense. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I have, I haven't watched a lot of TV. This is gonna veer off into on an, an interesting land. Uh, but so let me let me steer it back to that's what black, we get for black, all the all the preparation is, we did. Yeah, this is gonna be a little ADHD, but I'm actually going like leaning into that a little bit. So here we go. Just buckle up. So we're going to go back to Black Friday, Cyber Monday. So you were looking at some stuff. You looked at Apple HomePod. Let me tell you what I got, okay? Because I got a, a few little things on Amazon, like the Cyber Monday stuff. Um, they did have – so their their Echo Dots were half off, and I think they were still off like almost like all week or maybe it was this past weekend again. Um you know, those Cyber Monday deals seem to kind of trickle out, obviously, like through the week and stuff like that. But those new dots were half off, which is awesome. I was kind of waiting and hoping for that. So, and it was, um, what was cool was every time you bought a dot, like you could buy, you could buy, pay a little more and get like something with it. So for example, like the, the Echo Dot was basically 25 bucks, but you could buy it with Senglid smart bulbs. So it came with two smart bulbs and the hub, but that was only an additional $5. So it's like, they're trying to kind of rope you into that, or you could have buy it with, um, one of those, I can't remember, can't remember what it's called, like the smart links or something where there it's the, it's the outlet plug that you can like, uh, sync up with your phone. So you can just switch stuff on and off or put a schedule on it. Yeah. Um, uh, is it Wemo? It's not. And I I'm I'm can't remember the name, but it was like again, that was like an additional I don't know, five or ten bucks on top of the echo. And so, so you, I, you loaded it up. Yeah, so I bought two dots, one with the Senglid smart bulb 
hub and then one with the one one of those outlet smart outlets and then i bought more singlet bulbs for my dining room area because basically my my uh, room, my uh, house has really bright bulbs like in the ceilings like to the point where it's actually kind of ludicrous like it'd be nice if you're like washing the floors or cleaning or really need to see things clearly but it's not like to me at least it's it's so not like mood lighting at all it's 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 pretty it's it's warm enough but it's very bright and so anyways i got four of those put them in the dining room they're on dimmers now uh the app is not great for sanglid and it's it has two stars out of five on the app store um so Good, it, solid, it, solid. Yeah, it, it is kind of messy and like registration kind of sucked and all that, but it, it works. And so that's like, I'm I'm happy in that sense. And they were uh, pretty cheap. So anyways, I'm, I'm really happy with those purchases and I I have yet to get my dots in, <laughs> but they're, uh, once I do, I'm obviously going to kind of find good sp- places for those. And I'm, I'm excited to have, I feel like for the first time I'll have an actual semblance of a smart home setup or potential because uh, I'll have three devices in total. I really only have one Echo uh, right now. And so it's just not enough to kind of to allow me to build habits or to have them kind of scattered around the house so that it's easy for me to, um, you know, call, get used to calling out commands and, and, you know, even going through the hassle of hooking them up with uh, my lights and my, uh, you know all the other things, so I'm I'm excited to to actually try the smart home thing. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I'm excited to uh, have like a lot of content for the show that we're definitely in need of. We're desperately so in need of that. If you, yeah, yeah. If you could just buy a whole bunch of shit <laughs> yeah. that you may or may not need, um, that'd be great. Okay, uh, and then the last topic I wanted to go over today was to talk about cashierless stores. Um, so I just read like a, a TechCrunch article trying to to dig for topics. And usually something on TechCrunch will kind of catch my eye and I'll either have some questions for you or, you know, have some some thoughts and want to talk about it. And so that was one of those things that I, I do think is interesting. And um, they were talking about Amazon, you know, making plays to, to, to kind of keep pushing into that area and their desire to have those cashierless stores. There's got to be a better name for that. Um but they were also talking about how like Whole Foods would be like ripe for that potentially. Um, so you can obviously have a lot less, you know, pay for less employees and, you know, you can have a bit more insight into inventory and things like that. The problem, you know, some, but there's challenges, especially with grocery stores, like, you know, produce is ba- weight based and things like that. And I got to my mind always goes to fraud. I'm always just like thinking about there's just got to be more, I don't know, like ways to kind of cheat the system. Or I wonder if it almost the fact that it is cashierless, like if people are more people would be motivated to like try to beat the system, not as like a challenge, but just like thinking it would be easier, even though it probably wouldn't like, does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I honestly, I think it doesn't matter. I think like if, if they're not stealing now, 
they're not stealing then. You know what yeah, I mean? Like it's you're probably I don't, right. I don't think the reason that people don't steal that often, like it's not that common for people to like shoplift, right? Like it it happens from time to time. Right. But like most people are not doing it. I don't think the reason is because they see humans walking around. They're like, oh, better not do that. Yeah. And if anything, I think they might even be more suspicious of it because they don't know how it works. Whereas if, if you right. know that the humans are in charge and you look around and there's no humans, you could put something in your bag and feel pretty confident. Yeah. But if there's cameras everywhere and you know that you have a, I mean, I'm trying to think of all the ways to like beat the system here, but like, yeah, presumably when you walk in, it knows who you are already. I don't know what happens if you've never created an Amazon account or if you've never, um, you know, like if it doesn't know who you are, I'm guessing you have to swipe some card or something to get in. Like it's, they're not doing face detection, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, be careful gonna, what you wish for. They're going to ease you into this dystopia. Exactly. Like that's, that's <laughs> next year's version. Um, but like, right. Like you have to, you have to walk through a turnstile yeah. and swipe a card and, you, Okay. So I, and I'm assuming somebody there, there's some human in the, in the front to like help people do that, you know, like, or is it just all like robots? Like, please insert your card here. (laughs) It has to be. I hope it is. Um, There's humans somewhere like to kind of like help people get through the system, right? Like they've never used this before and like answer some questions. And I'm sure there's like one or two people walking around. Um, Sure. And then, um, but yeah, I I feel like fraud might be less of a thing just because people don't, People don't know how it works and they don't know where all the cameras are or where all the weight sensors are. And so if it's, I mean, yeah. if it's, if it's smart enough to know that you took a thing off and put it in your bag and to charge you for it, it's smart enough that, to know that you're trying to steal it, you know? Yeah. That's a really good point. And you could always like put up again, like cameras that kind of make them obvious, just like you would do in a, a conventional store. They probably um, put a bunch of like fake cameras, like really big cameras everywhere that look like cameras, but really everything's just like tiny weight sensors. You know, the cam- <laughs> the cameras are just fake to like make it look like they're really watching you. Oh, well, I mean, that's a, that's totally a thing, um, right? Like that's like, I wonder what the percentage is of all cameras, like security cameras that are that actually are real? Yeah. security cameras. Because I lived... Uh, Remember I lived in that awful apartment off William Cannon? Yeah. Did you ever go there? Um, mm, but Yeah, yeah, one time. I, I did buy two of those. They were like... Fake ones? They, yeah, they looked they looked like... <laughs> it looked like half a sphere, and it had all... It, you'd, you'd pop in a 9-volt battery, and it just had a blinking red light on it, right? Yeah, and that's then pretty you, cool. Yeah, it actually was. They looked... So they were cheap. They were... I think it was like... I want to say it was like ten bucks for That's two like of them. The, the most expensive uh, blink, blinking red light, though, that you've ever yeah. <laughs> you've ever bought. <laughs> but I gotta tell you, they looked really good. They looked legit, and so you just you you they had some like uh, some sticky tape kind of on them, and so you just yep you slap them up, and uh, you know those are those are good deterrents, I I think. So <laughs> yeah, good. so they've got those all over. Um, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm really curious to to try one of those out. I think I'd be I like this idea. I mean, especially for I the the Whole Foods idea, I'm skeptical of just cuz like you said with the produce and yeah. there's just so many varieties of so many things and I think what really works about this product, I mean, it's just it's uh it's a matter of time I guess until they kind of figure out those details and and they can theoretically make it work with anything. Um but what makes it work with the current kind of Amazon store is that everything's kind of a prepackaged entity that has a barcode, right? And I mean, I don't know if they, yeah. if everything has a barcode, but it has, you know, some kind of, um, 
it, it is a thing, you know, like you're not scooping um, like beans out of a <laughs> out of a bin into a bag. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, like, I got you. There's just no way that it's going to be able to figure that out, at least at this point, um, like it would at Whole Foods. Right. But, you know, or any variety of like random shit that you can get at Whole Foods, like cheese, uh, you know, like slices of cheese or whatever. Right. Like how does I don't know. It just seems bizarre. So cheese and beans, apparently that's what I eat. Um, <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, I'd be really interested to try, I think, is there, um, one in Seattle or one in San Francisco? Maybe I don't know. Actually, I, you know, I, I didn't, my research was not that deep, so I don't know how many there are right now or, you know, even what their plans are exactly. I just kind of skimmed it and that was the takeaway was they were kind of pushing into new areas and that a whole foods was a target, but, but obviously had certain challenges. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I mean, also it's like the, even the idea of like having an Amazon store, like, is that even good? Like, um, so I have been to the, um, Amazon bookstore that is in Austin at the domain. Okay. Um, it's kind of cool. Um, yeah, it's, it's a bookstore. I mean, they also have like, some like smart home products and other, you know, like you can buy, um, Kindles and, uh, other smart home products. It just seems weird to me. Cause obviously like, that's not, that's like the opposite. Like, I feel like they're, they put stores like that at a business and like, okay, yes. Like if you, I get that there's like some new technology being utilized there potentially for cost savings. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, like they, their whole thing is ordering online. Right. I guess. I mean, I don't think, um, I don't think their their whole thing was like, oh, it's online. Their whole thing was just like, how do we make the best, you know, retail store? And yeah. online was a big way of like getting started. But I don't know. There's certain things that you really do want to see in stores, you know, and a lot of people, um, I mean, there is the concept of like going into a retail store. People do this, right? And then finding a thing and then ordering it on Amazon at the store. Have you ever done that? Like go go to a Best Buy, go to a Best Buy and like try out a product and then order it on on your phone in the store. Dude, not really. And I'm a little unique maybe because I I just um I I almost never go to a store to buy anything really. I mean it's really just like clothes. Like so if I I will go to like a J Crew and like try on and find like a pants size and then I'll be like okay I know that that kind fits so I'm gonna either go online and order like three pairs of it or or obviously if i'm there in the store like i'll do it but no for like tech like if there's like i'm getting new computer speakers like i did i just do a little research online and i'm like okay i'm confident enough that i'm gonna go with these bose ones and worst case i can always send them back right i guess i don't know i think i think my take and this is not like the smartest thing i've ever said but um I don't know the take on the Amazon bookstore is that sometimes it's still nice to just go into a store and buy something. And I think, um, you know, or like browse and like look around like something like, you know, until we all have like great virtual reality setups or something like there's something nice about like looking around, um, at a, you know, very high resolution real world experience that, um, you know, you can see all the books are just out and you can look around and see what's cool. It's like better than browsing on your computer, right? It's so high res. It's like the, the highest eyeballs. resolution. Human yeah. eyeballs. The frame rate is so, is excellent. So good. Um, it's it's actually. I think it's actually not, and your brain is just really good at um, filling in the gaps. Yeah. Right. No, something I, well, something the, like well, that. There is no frame rate. 
That's not how eyes work. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're <laughs> if something's fast enough, you won't see it, right? That's true. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't think I don't think the past like sixty is like detectable or detectable, so, something yeah. like that. But to this your is, point, this is what we're getting at. Anyway, I think yeah, I think Amazon. No, I like your point. Amazon said, well, hey, there's actually some need for this, and so yeah, I I think it's easy for you for like what you said was like, oh well, they put all these other stores out of business. Like, well, they did, but that wasn't their goal. They're just a successful business, and they realized that you know, hey, a piece that we're missing here is the physical experience. And so I think it's a smart thing, but it is kind of like a slap in the face. But I think that's just a, a byproduct to like Barnes and oh, Noble. To, yeah. And like the, you know, like that sucks, I'm sure. Cause they're like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Yeah, right. They're just doing it as a. Yeah, but they're not, they're not doing it. I mean, maybe they're doing it to be dicks, but I think they're just no. doing it because some people want to look at books no, and they yeah. realize that there's a segment of, of the market that they're not covering. Everyone knows technology is cyclical, Ryan. It's just yep. like fashion. So, stores, all this, stores, all this back. fancy computer and internet interwebs things are gonna go away. How okay? So how would you? I know I was like joking about VR, but how would you feel about um, browsing? You know, the next time you wanted to yeah. uh, buy something online, like you talked about computer speakers, right? Yeah. Next time you did that, would you would you be interested in hooking up a VR experience to shop a Best Buy? Honestly, I feel like it's like the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but I'm sure in 10 years, (laughs) I'll be like, this is the greatest thing ever. You know what I mean? I feel like that's so much technology with me. Like, no, I can't (laughs) imagine feeling like this is great. How did I live before this? But I don't know. Like, but like browsing, browsing a website to like look at a product that you might want to buy is not a great way to know what that product is like. Like, have you, you know, have you ever bought anything and it comes in the mail and it's like, three three times smaller than you expected yeah so like that would be that will be legitimately i think awesome for like overstock.com right or like wayfair and they're already doing that right they're already on top of that and they're you know like i told you i think wayfair has that magic leap which is the augmented reality headset they're they already have an app like on there and it's awesome uh so you can just just look around like place a coffee table down and it's the exact size it is and it's surprisingly high res and it it's amazing and so like yes that is gonna be awesome like there's no question um so there will be good experiences with vr and ar um but like you just i don't know i was thinking about like best buy and like looking (laughs) at like best buy is the worst because nobody wants to be we want to go to a walmart how about a walmart i'm picturing like a shitty like it's dirty best buy just like everything is like a low texture like low textures and just like speakers on like a pedestal like on like a rows of pedestals and you're like yeah yeah those look like speakers and you can listen to them to to test them out but it's just the earphones that you're wearing right so it's just yeah. like no, that's not better. Come on, like I'm looking for information. Like I want to know the specifications and the reviews, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a choice, right? So, to me, that that's so silly, and I'm sure that it'll be done. And again, there's gonna be good VR and bad VR and all that. So, but I I don't know. I'm I don't think I'll change my ways unless, again, unless it's like, unless it's a really applicable use case like overstock.com. Like I'm, I'm into that. I'm down for that. Um, but I have to say I did try to download, I think it's the Wayfair app and you can, it's like they have an AR app on the phone, but it is 
garbage because it only allows you to place like a two dimensional version of the object, which is like the <laughs> defeats this, ca- like, this couch is the so whole flat. purpose. Yeah. How am I supposed to sit on this? That's what, <laughs> that's what it is. It's like you literally hold it up against like the, just whatever your camera's looking at. Right. It's AR. So it just, I guess the idea is that you like compare the color, like at least the color, like maybe. Right. But it just was, I was so mad after I downloaded it and like wanted to look, see this couch couch looked, And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. It looks like a little cardboard cutout, like on, I'm holding up like over my living room. I felt like so stupid. So (laughs) anyway, once that's good, uh, I'm down. I'm super down for that. So, yeah, I think that's our show. I think we... Uh, I, I think we nailed it. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. I'll say that. And I, I actually had a lot of fun jumping around and kind of letting the ADHD flow. So... Lean into the BS. 